Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Rick Camacho, dog. You know how we do it, man. You know you be traveling, doing your thing. Give me a dog. I need a, uh, an intro for you for my show. So, kiss the radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the bay to the valley, he always put it down with the street level thump and the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com, Soul Kitchen Radio. Save it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he plays the kind of music that'll stimulate your mind. Is it a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and Slicks starts to reppin' with Omezi in the session? One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded quick. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop connect or your handheld device. So your cousin and your friend about the hottest show with Slick Rick and Macho on Soul Kitchen Radio. If you haven't heard it's Soul Kitchen Radio, man, let me tell you, this is Soul Kitchen Radio. Slick Rick Camacho, it's Soul Kitchen Radio. Big old Maisie, Soul Kitchen Radio. Crazy ball heads down with Soul Kitchen Radio. Tell your grandma, this is Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now tuned to it's Soul Kitchen Radio. New music Monday, Soul Kitchen. Radio. So, Kitchen Radio, to my Rick Camacho, with my man, Big Old DC. Hold on, let me hit this. Let me switch this thing off real quick. Uh. Hey yo, what's happening, man? Nah. It's Kid Teflon, aka is Young Money, and when you in the kitchen, it's the Soul Kitchen with Rick Camacho. Holla, holla, Soul yeah. Kitchen Radio. What's happening, on me, Z? What's up, man? Yeah, yeah, man. Let it ride, man. Man, I was just, I was just letting that shit ride for a little bit, man. I was, uh. You know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm doing this on my laptop this time. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to do something else. I'm trying to hook this shit up real quick. So I got this, uh, I got this new music. Tell me if you can hear this real quick. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Watch this. Check out how we're doing. Gonna seem like, like I'm always dealing in I see from working and made me an addict. There's way more people that want it than people that have it. I don't get it. I would hate to think I tricked them. If I picked them to my sister, guess I sure know how to pick them. And I'm always a regret. Yeah, I'm always a regret. And I always make it harder on whoever's coming next. It goes up and down. It's just up and down. She's crying now. She'll laugh again. Cause we on the ride. She here with us. And it's been keeps happening. She loves it. She stares at me like who does this? And we hold hands while I pray that she's not the type of grudges. I'm wrong. Bad boys ain't no good. Good boys ain't no fun. A new Mary, right here. So get the radio. Nah. Run off with the right one. <laughs> 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 
Okay, so Kitchen Radio, check it out. I'm going to play some music real quick on Meezy. I got this little mix I was working on, and so yeah. I want you to check it out. Here we go, So Kitchen Radio. If you got something to say, call right now, 
Kitchen Radio, all right. I just wanted to get that out of the way real quick, man. I 
I've been playing with my two little sister. Huh? I was jamming. I was jamming, bro. I appreciate you putting me in the mix, man. That's oh, surprising. man. I was like a left, like a left jab. Wow. <laughs> that, that was that left jam. That was a good left like jab, bro. Yeah, yeah, that was big. Yeah, so you, and you didn't even know that you mixed that well in all them songs. See? We didn't get you in the club. I noticed you split it up, though. That was groovy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... uh so there we go. That's DJ Slicks. That's 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 my first love, is uh, is mixing that shit. Oh, that's good. Bring it back. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm, not? Trying, I'm trying to bring it back, man. That's what I do, man. It's Soul Kitchen Radio seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. You met Rick Camacho, Big Old Meezy. Man, yeah. there's 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 a lot to talk about, but you know what? I, I really didn't prepare for this show, so what? the lines are open for anything today. Anything you want to talk about, give us a call. We're going to talk about it. Hit us in the chat room. Hit us on Twitter. Whatever you want to do, it's all good. Omizi, so what's going yeah. on in your world, man? What you been up to this week? Oh, uh, man, you know, I had a couple shows this weekend, man. Just, you know, just working on the the new EP that's coming out pretty soon. Just been keeping up on the news, watching a lot of sports, you know what I'm saying? Just doing a little bit of everything. Just Like you said, it's a, it's a whole bunch going up, going on in the, uh, in the news, man. Like, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. It's like... It's like too much. It's like I guess they do it like that so you can focus. Cause you know I'm watching TV. You know Walmart is pushing Christmas right now. We ain't even got the Thanksgiving, so we just it's just you know that's how they do it. I guess. Yeah, I mean I even found myself. Remember we talked about last week putting the lights up on the house. I did that shit this morning. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm looking at the ads, like thinking about going and tell the kids, hey, let's go. Uh, Let's go, go, you know, go get some lights. And then I'll be catching myself because, you know, you know, when they start to bombard you with the spirit, you, you, you feel like, you know, forget it, man, for the sake of the kids. Let's go do that. But then I'll be like, yeah, well, exactly. my, when my kids, when my kids, they do, they do something. And I'll be like, nope. You know, I just, I just <laughs> turn about faith on their ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, my kids, every, when I went to put the lights up, what they told me today was, what are you doing? It's not even Thanksgiving yet. What are you doing? Right. It's not Thanksgiving. Like they they know that it's like like it's out of place. Right. I know that shouldn't be doing it right now, but but I pulled that ladder out and boy they wanted to start climbing up that ladder like monkeys and and seeing what they could do and then all of a sudden they start putting ornaments everywhere you know and, and it made it fun so we had a couple hours of fun just out there in the yard hooking up the lights and stuff because you know I'm just, it's daddy daycare over here right now my wife is in school and and the kids are out of school so. It's all about daddy daycare. I got to do what I got to do. So now I'm going to have to take them out somewhere later. You got three of them over there, right? Yeah, we got three of them. The oldest one, we got a total of four, but the oldest one, he's gone for the week. What's some of your, let me ask you this. What's some of your discipline tactics? Like what, because you know, you know, they, you know, I bet you they, I'm pretty sure they vary in age. Everybody likes to do their own little different thing, but. What are you? What are some of your discipline tactics? And I will tell you a couple of mine that my auntie, you know, KRS or so, that passed on to me some good ones. Well, I'll tell you, I got that mean dad look. You know that look that the dads give you. And, yeah, I uh, got that one. You know, you just be like, you you better not do that. You better sit your ass down. I mean, I. Yeah, but, but I'm you know, you know what my I'm bad part is, and I and I'll tell you right now, this is this is my bad part. I cuss a lot. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll say you better just and, and and when I say cuss I don't say I only I only say like 
fuck and 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 shit like that when I'm really really mad. What the fuck are you like, doing? Gotta be, level, gotta be a level eight, like a, a level eight or nine, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gotta be way up there. But in, I, I say, I tell him in a second, sit your little ass down right now. Sit right. your ass down. You know, shut right. the hell up. Don't do that shit. You know, get in there and clean your room. You know, stuff like that. I'm kind of. I think I'm lenient, but I'm strict at the same time. Like, I'm fun. Like, I'm the fun one. My wife is, she gets, it's all bad when she gets mad. But, I mean, I'll be, we all be, it's funny because when she starts getting mad, when we know that she's about to get a, go on a tear, everybody kind of goes to the other side of the house. It just lets her stay in her own little spot, and she just starts yelling, like, in circles, in the 360, yelling at everybody and going crazy. Right. It's funny. Yeah, like, so, and, and see me, I like to I compare I compare my my little my temper to to like you know like like uh, cartoon characters like Flash Gordon, Incredible Hulk, because cause I tell my kids I say you know when they when they get me up to a level seven and above you know that's going up to a level ten, you know when my son scratched my he, he scratched my plasma screen with a uh, with a pen that was like a level fifteen like he had to see the Hulk Flash <laughs> Gordon you know so it wasn't you know. That took me over the top to a point where I was like, like, like way lightheaded. You know, I, I tweeted that, and hella people was they was feeling bit funny because they knew that I had to be upset. You know, but my auntie, you know, God rest her soul, you know, she used to punish us, and uh, you know, she, she was a boxer. She used to be a boxer when she was younger. So uh-huh. when she was a level fifteen, she'd punch you in your jaw, punch you all in your chest and whatnot. <laughs> I know I never do nothing like that, but she'd put you in the corner, you know, saying for about five minutes. You know, you know, uh, you know, just different little stuff. She make you clean. You know, I used to hate cleaning because she always make you clean some shit. You know, there's nothing worse than having to clean the whole house. Oh you know, yeah. So, but yeah. we had a little ass house, so it didn't matter at that time. But when I, my kids, you know, you know, my house cool size. You know, but when they see when they clean, they got to clean the whole joint. You know, because it'd be like I'd be gone sometimes. So I don't. I know I don't do it. I don't make the mess. You know, when they get to destroying and whatnot, they don't care. My daughter, she come in the room, she break the, uh, you know, the laptop you know, charger cord, and she just said, we need a new charger cord because it's broke. And I'm like, you know, that, that represents like $50 instantly when I said that. <laughs> you got, you got, you got my daddy's on tour, kid. <laughs> she, she said it with no emotion as if as if it was like, like I, you know, like on, on the Enterprise, you just go, you just talk to the computer and then just and some shit just appear, whatever you want. Like it was just going to appear, and I'm like, oh, no, that's $50, you know. So that right. took me to like a level seven. I knew a level eight. It was, you know, it's accumulation of things, and I'd be like, you know, go clean the whole house. You feel me? And I, you know, right. so it's like, I know you got three of them over here. What's it, what other tactics do you use? Well, we have chores every night. They all got their own chores every night, including including little Rick. He tries to, the seven-year-old, he, he's still a little young, but we, we he likes to do chores. He's at that point where he likes to do chores. We'll tell him, get the vacuum cleaner and vacuum something up, and he'll Okay, cool. And but he won't he won't plug it in. He'll he'll we'll plug it in for him and and he'll vacuum and stuff and do the whole lift your feet up and all that stuff. He likes doing that. Um, I think he's he's pretty much the hardest like to discipline. That. He's the hardest he to discipline it? because he's such he's such a it's so such a time distance between him and and the other kids. And he's a young one. He's a baby. So how do you how do you how do you discipline your babies? What do you do for that? Well, you know, I, I use the philosophy, it don't matter who do what, everybody is responsible. So, right. you know, I I like I like to teach them the all for one, one for all. If one person don't clean up, I say, well, 
You sister did this so and so, so that means everybody got to do so and so. And then they be like, damn, why you do so and so? You know, I make I make them turn on each other, like on some some uh, you know the <laughs> island, shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like a reality. I'll be like, see, she did so and so. That means everybody punished. Everybody take your ass to a corner or something, because you know I, I be trying to control my my blood pressure. I don't want to go fifty one fifty, but at the same time, because like when, she, when my son scratched my TV, that was like I felt. You know how you feel when you do utmost of anger, you know, and you're lightheaded and whatnot. That's one. That's what it's stuff like that. Little stuff I could deal with. So I just try to think of disciplines that you know, you because you don't want to have to put your hand. I'm a big dude, so I can't put my hands on my little kids because they throw me in penitentiary at time for that. I got shit to do. So I just try to think of shit. You know, like when I was in when I was in elementary school. I had a teacher when I did something wrong. She write she had me write hella stuff like like uh, paragraphs like on fifty thousand times on paper. So it was like, damn, my hand hurt. I got damn, they got carpal tunnel, right? Like I will not do whatever. I will not do this. I will not do this. I like hella times. So so I might I tried that on my daughter one time. You know she liked to write and shit, so that didn't work. You know what I mean? It was just like, look, I did twenty pages. Let me do some more. I'm like, damn. I was kind of eliminating punishments. It's just, I, I, parents out there, man, be creative. Sometimes you got to be creative. It's better than busting them upside their face because they put you in the pen for that nowadays. But you can be creative to where you still maintain your discipline on your children and they don't run all over you and, and try yeah. to let them shit. I, I try to let some shit build up. Like, you get, like, three strikes and then I got to come hard on you or four strikes, mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, you know, we used to, when they were younger, we used to we used to bring the belt out. And I swear – just a couple of weeks ago, I brought the belt out on my 12-year-old. He did some shit that really fucked me up, right? And and I was hella mad at him. So I brought the belt out on his ass, and I hit him with it. And he just looked at me like, why are you hitting me with this thing? It don't even hurt no more. I, I, and and that kind of puts you over the top. You're like, oh, I just want to fucking, I just want to beat your ass right now. I want to punch you. But then I just had to calm myself down and be like, okay, he's fucking too old for this shit now. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, right. That's like, that's, like the, that's like the equivalent. That's like the equivalent. Now, see, nowadays that shit hurt them. You shut the TV off. No PlayStation. No Xbox. None of that shit. No, no social. Whatever. My kids don't do no social. Nothing. No Facebook. None of that shit. They don't exist in in social world until I say so. First of all, but you know, you know, because you got to monitor that shit. There's some kooks right. and psychos out there. But as far as you know. You know the one for one for all for one one for all philosophy that works because you know you know as a parent my my kids my my father used to make me go get a drink of water just you know what I mean just say some shit and expect it to happen like cut the front grass and and, and cut the backyard also and you know and woo, woo, woo. and I'd be like damn it's eighty eighty like ninety degrees outside like a hundred and five and sack I'm like damn man get all the leaves plus I got I got hay fever so I'm like damn. <laughs> I'm sneezing, my eyes are itchy and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? And he just expected just to be, just get done. But then I'd be like, damn, okay. He was tough on me for a reason because, you know, I was a bad-ass kid. I did all kind of different shit. Burned my toys up, you know, like boxes of toys. I burned a whole box of toys. Me and my sister, like, set cars on fire, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, dry grass on fire, just different shit, destroy toys, just take apart shit for nothing, like so. So I, so I said, okay, that's the reason why he did all that type of shit. So I got to get ahead of the game. I got to, I got to start disciplining my kids and, and teach them manners and respect before they even get old enough to really mess up real bad. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right, yeah. You know, and, and me, I, I was the youngest out of four boys, 
my mom was working all the time and nobody and I didn't have a dad. So me, I really didn't get disciplined. My mom would come home and I remember one time I I I didn't get disciplined so much and I did some shit that I thought I should have got disciplined for. I broke my brother's guitar strings. And I was playing with his guitar and he loved his guitar. Right? And so I remember sitting there and I was like, Oh shit, he's gonna beat my ass you know, and I never I never got disciplined. So I grabbed a belt and I started whooping myself like over the back over my shoulders and whooping myself. And Wow and, and he came home, he's like, What the hell are you doing? And I was crying and I was like, I broke your guitar string. I broke your guitar string and he goes, You idiot. That shit costs a dollar ninety nine. Let's just go get some new ones. <laughs> Let me, let me wow. tell you let me tell you something. I did that I got my ass beat for it. I'm talking about beat, right? One time my one time my parents uh they they had dipped, they went somewhere. This when my, my my father was divorced, so he was with his, his my stepmother and whatnot. So I was in Frisco staying with them, right? So I had a stepbrother over there, right? So you know what I'm saying, one time we were going we was just going through some of my pop shit and he had he had this can of coins, right? So he was like, so he was like, he really he older than me. So he like, let's go to the store, let's go buy some shit, let's go buy some candy and what. I'm like, okay, you feel me? So I'm go, I go over there. It's nothing. We got we got silver dollars and whatnot. We we you know we cashing out. We go get some Twixes and some you know you know all the little sweetie sweets and you know what you know what I mean. Go back to the crib, eat them, you know, act like we having fun, right? Pops come home, we see all little coins, see his little coins and whatnot. Uh, uh, long story short. Gym coins, dude, on everything was probably worth about three thousand dollars, dude. Holy. And we went up to the to the area Arab store and spent probably about six hundred dollars on some Twixes and whatnot. Because <laughs> are you serious? Was, three, you had three thousand dollars coins. Dude, they was rare collectible coins, dude. Holy shit! But, yeah, but you know, my, my pops was a savage. He was a savage because he went up back up to the store and flashed on the dude. You know, because he knew, you know, you know, you know, come on, man. We're going up there with 1902 coins, you know, whatever, 1876 oh, coins. You know what I'm saying? So, he, you know, he knew it was happening. You know, he was just taking advantage of us, man. So, he, you know, he ended up getting the coins back, but he beat the dog shit out of us. I ain't going to lie. He broke the cane <laughs> on my back. But, yeah, you know, that's, that's what I say. When I say I did a lot of bad shit, so sometimes when I think about getting – Getting upset, I had to gauge some of the real, real, real bad shit that I did compared to what they do. That way, I don't judge them so harshly. Yeah, me, I, I was, I was, yeah, I, I was way different than my kids are now. My kids, they, uh, they're like real good kids, you know. And I wasn't nothing like that. I was like, I was crazy. I was in the streets. I had my friends. I hung out with my friends. My kids don't even go outside. They stay in the house with us and watch TV. I never, you would never find me in the house at, at 11 and 12 year old. I was well, out. The time is a little bit, you know, it's, it's different. Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy out there. It's like, you know, I was telling wife, like in SAC, man, like at least for the last last week, like just like last night, it was like two homicides. The day before that, it was like three, uh, you know, cops just got killed. And like, you know, like when, when you start looking at the accumulation of things, you be like, man, I ain't never going outside. Like, Unless I really just have to, you know what I mean? Like everybody's like, let's go to the club, but 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 later on, it, I mean, of course, it always happens. Like you know, violence is, is you know it is what it is. But 
when you know you could have been right there when it unfolded, you'd be like, oh, I'm glad I didn't go to that, or I'm glad I didn't go to that, because two people yeah, just got killed in the watch. I'm, I'm glad I didn't go to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They here, look, I got my son Darius right here. He's 12 years old. Darius, people want to know what are some of the tactics I do, disciplinary stuff. What do I do to keep you in line? Uh, whoop up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> When's the last time you got a whoop up? Oh, no, but that's some of the stuff I do. Uh, grounding up and, uh, or screaming at us, yelling at us, making us feel bad. Yeah, something like, and we we get into that mind trick. We make them feel bad. We make you feel like you're a little a punk, all right? And we I tell you, man, why the hell did you do that? What the hell's wrong with you? I wasn't like that, you know, stuff like that. What about, what do you think about the mind tricks, Amizi? Well, I got the I got the Jedi mind tricks. I got because you know when they when they clean up, they like to you know you know. My middle child, she real sedity. She know how, she like to roll her eyes. You know, she got the long hair, and whatnot. So she. You know, she real sedity with it, and she just, why do I have to do so-and-so? And I just simply, I didn't do it. You, all you're doing is cleaning out for yourself. Why are you mad at me? This is all, I'll point, I'll point to everything that's doing, the cups, the clothes. Like, this, oh, this is yours. I can't fit this. Like, if it's, if it's you know, they close it. I can't right, fit none right. of this. All that, I wasn't watching this. I wasn't looking at this. You clean it up after yourself. So if you don't make the mess, then I want, you won't have to worry about me saying nothing to you. This is, this is, <laughs> and then I go, my father used to big, use big words and shit, and he just and I couldn't understand what he was saying. So when I had to, when I got older, I had to figure out what he was saying, you know. So I had to, you know, you had to translate it. And I'd be like, damn, I must have really messed up if he's using these big ass words that I can't understand what the hell he's saying, you know. It's like, son, you're being, re- you're being redundant. Like, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> For real, like, I don't want to hear none of this. I, just tell me what I need to do. Do I need to clean up? Whatever I need to do, I'll just do. Damn it, hold up. My daughter last night. Like, Look, this is what I did to my daughter last night because she's kind of sedated too. She's just like her mama, right? Last night she went, I said, okay, both of you guys are going to share the dishes because the dishes kid is gone. He, he's he's out of here for the week. I said, okay, so you guys got to share the dishes. And she goes, what? I got to do the floor. I was like, well, now you got to do the dishes. I said, I should make you do them by yourself since you're complaining. She goes, fine, do that then. I said, okay, you're doing them all by yourself then. And she was like, what? I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was like, nope. And I made her do them all by herself. And then as soon as my wife I, found out, she got mad at me. You gotta be heartless. You gotta be heartless to some degree, man. Because otherwise, they they'll run all over you, man. You, I can't I can't allow myself to be ran over by my children. I can't do it. You ain't gonna talk to me any kind of way. You ain't gonna act the fool from the gate with my son. When I sense when I sense a little bit of a softness to him, just crying for nothing, like if it's hey, you like my daughter hit, oh, you she hit me, well, put your back, like don't be a weenie, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you know, don't hit, don't, don't hit women, but if they gonna brutalize you and and, and do, you know, because he's the youngest, if they gonna brutalize you and gang up on you, then I bet you if you flash Gordon one good time on their ass, then they won't do it no more. You know, my son, he, you know, he, he, you know, you can't, he, he not gonna let nobody bully him because. You know, you know, he's he's got a little bit of me in him, and he'll go fifty one fifty on you. But he's the nicest kid ever. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, my son is the same way. He, I've seen him go crazy on a seventeen year old. He's seven. He went crazy on our seventeen year old one day. He like try to hit him and stuff, and and we gotta yeah. we gotta calm him down. We're like, whoa, hold on, you can't just be walking up kicking people in the back. You know, and and we we gotta settle him down sometimes. But he goes to school. He's like a, a straight A student. You know, and they love him. He, he, he just love to hear from him. Let's do this on the line. 
I haven't heard from Sweet Gan in a long time, but let's see if this is her. Hello, oh, Sweet here. There she is. Who is this? I'm sweet as ever. Sweet Gail. How you doing, Sweet Gail? You know how sweet that is. Man. Gail, let me ask you, do you have any kids? Yeah, I want to put a plug in for something, buddy. Okay, go ahead. All right, these comedians, they have made a web series. It's called Hanging Out, and not enough people know about it. You know, they put a lot of work in there. They got, like, I'm saying over 30 episodes of this series they made called Hanging Out. And I decided that, well, it's a long story anyway, but I'm trying to push that to get more people to look at it because they did put work into it. And though there's probably a lot of work on the computer that people don't know about. Like they should Google me as Sweet Gale and see me half naked. <laughs> but, but anyway, Hanging Out. You, everyone should look at Look it up. It's called Hanging Out. It's a series on the computer. And I'd like to get more attention on that because they did put work into it, and i like people to see it. Oh, boy. Everybody and check I, that out. Are you still there? You I do know. that because I talk and talk and put people to sleep. Here I put them to sleep or they go crazy because I do know when people hang around me after a while, they go kind of, woo, <laughs> but they expect. <laughs> But I have told you, right, that someone called me a pedophile. Have no, I told you that? No. A pedophile. Who did that? So I like them young. A pedophile. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got something for you guys, too. Who, who called you a pedophile, Gail? Some guy. And obviously he was just being facetious because after 18, there's no more pedophilia, which I pointed out to him. <laughs> but he did me a big favor because now I got all that to talk about. You know, something Wait a minute, let's hear this. Hey, Gail, I got something for you. Check it out. Yeah, I know that's me. I got that kind of voice. <laughs> you know, I call up people, and I don't call them up for a long time for business reasons, and they uh-huh. recognize my voice. I got a recognizable voice because I call people up and I say, do you remember me? Oh, yeah, we know. Uh, I don't know what kind of voice it is, uh-huh. but people will remember it. It's All like right, well, we're going to get into head. our hip-hop classic. Hold on, sweet girl. We're going to get right back to you. Hold on. We're going to get back to our hip-hop uh, classic. Yeah, I like to talk. Yeah, hold on. Here's another. All I have in this world. 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 Hard. You try to fool me, you'll get started. 
shackle, take no shit, and you'll be bumped up, bumped off, no trace. On the gorilla, my nigga, just call me Scarface. Nobody knows my name. 
hip-hop classic. Taking you back to the old school on Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen. Soul Kitchen Radio, we are back. It's your man, Rick Camacho. Yeah. Big old Meezy. Man, I love, I love playing that song, man. That's, that's taking it back. Well, that's a jam. It's definitely a classic right there, hip-hop classic. Definitely. Uh, I just found out that we got Marvelous coming on the show today. Old oh, school Marvelous. Yeah, so I'm I'm just loading up her stuff right now. I want to play one of one of her old songs. But what do you, what do you remember about Marvelous uh, AWOL Records back in the days? I mean, I just remember her, you know, putting it down. Her and her, uh, I think her cousin, either her cousin or her brother, the Joker. Um, you remember Young Joker? Yeah, I remember Young Joker. Yeah, I definitely yeah, remember him. It should be all over, all over SAC, you know, and all the hip hop functions, you know what I'm saying? 60 seconds of record. Just all, you know, it was it was big back in the days. Everybody was accepting of each other, and, you know what I'm saying? So I remember seeing her all, always putting it down, you know what I'm talking about? Representing yep. the female. That, that was cool, man. So I look forward to talking to her when she comes online. Um, but wait a minute. What is the shit going on? Did you see the UC Davis shit with the, uh, this Occupy Oakland stuff is? Is occupying everywhere. Yeah, that was that was that was definitely crazy, man. That's you know you know remember I, remember I told you I, like I'm 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 two ways to everything as far as when it comes to the occupy uh, occupy movement. You know what I'm saying in general, but like when I said when I see when I see you know the cops spraying spraying the seeing gas, you know that tear, tear gas all in them kids' face, and they wasn't even doing nothing but sitting on the ground. They wasn't busting no windows. You know what I'm saying. Like if I would have been there, dude, I would have had to really just tackle, tackle, dude. You know, what I mean? you sometimes you gotta just, you gotta just do what you gotta do, even though you don't get your ass beat. But sitting up there spraying them, and they, and he wasn't using like the little canisters, like he was using like no, the extinguisher size, like the, you know, just all the cases, you know, and, and that shit ain't cool. That shit'll burn you and everything. Anybody that ever, you know, got hit with that tear gas, man, you know it ain't no punk. And that was just with a little. Little little size ones. Now this, these are the big ones that's coming off like you know dousing you. They was out of pocket for that. Yeah, and I don't even know if they were just showing the same clip over and over, but he sprayed the shit out of them kids. I think they started. They was turning like orange and red from the color of that. It was almost like yeah. like spraying suntan lotion on them, like the the suntan spray. It looked like that. All right. Yeah, because he went down and then he came back and came back around with yeah. another with another. Another spray. It was like, man, this dude was, you know, he wanted them dudes, man. I got this, you know, your zombie. You know what I mean? This harvest of your dudes that's, that have no soul. They just soulless creatures that walk around, and because you know, because you got to be soulless and heartless to do some shit like that to some youngsters I mean, like so, that. Yeah. So what the hell are these cops thinking? I mean, you think about what's in their mind. These kids are are protesting for something, but their boss told them. The the police chief told them remove those kids by any means necessary. We want you to do what all you right. can to remove those kids, and that's all they can hear in their mind is, oh shit, I got to remove. Are, are these are these cops scared that they're going to get fired? Is that why they're acting like that, or or well, or is it is it uh, their ego going? Oh my god, I got to do this, and I'm not going to fail because my boss asked me to to remove these kids. Well, at this point, at this point, it really doesn't matter because they all been relieved of duty, you know, pending the investigation or what have you. But they all, you know, because you know, that's one good thing about the media, the media outlets, the social media outlets, is that they can put it on blast and they they really force 
the major media outlets to pick up the footage, you know. So, like, we on a Today Show, you know, not only Occupy Oakland, but now today they they, they had to Occupy, I mean, uh, the UC Davis incident all over, you know, like on the Today Show, on MSNBC. So it's out there. So, they, you know, they making news, but it's like, they only they only start to show the stuff that you know the violence the violent aspects. So it's like you know all the sit-ins and all that. That's not gonna what's gonna happen. Is but when they when the cops start doing what they do, spraying the gas, hitting them with the billy clubs, hitting you you know busting you in the head with the with the tear gas canisters and whatnot, then they want to show it you know. But you know these youngsters, man, when they become anarchists and they really just start busting windows and blowing shit up. Just like they had to do out there in, in, in you know, in uh, Egypt and whatnot, then they go mine some. See, right now it's nice and peaceful, you know, to some degree, but you know, the children of the corn is like I like to call them. The children of the corn is a generation that really don't give a fuck about too much and nothing. When they really right. put the mask on and they go out there and start handling their business, then they gonna want, to, then they gonna have to see. And the police ain't gonna be able to fight back like they want to, because you know they know they're gonna be scrutinized when they sitting up here, because you know. You know, the reason why we went into Libya and all these different places is because, you know, the government was shooting the protesters. So if it gets to that point where the, where the protesters start getting shot upon and, and busted in their head, then we start looking like these other countries. So what are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? Is Russia going to come save us from, from our oppressors? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that shit is crazy, man. I'm, I'm thinking, I, I just can't help thinking that these cops are, like, not thinking about their future in the police force. They're not like saying, "Well, sure, I got to get them away," but but I can't just start beating these kids down, you know? Because what what if one of their kids is out there? You know, you got a kid, and, and your kid wants to become a protester, and he's out there, and, and you're out there, and, and some other cop is just beating the shit out of your kids. That's it's crazy. You got to think first. Where's 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 my cousin riding with his think first clothing when we gotta when we need him? These cops gotta know, think right. first before they go do this shit. It's just it's, it's crazy. But you but but I don't know if you if you could pull it up if you look for it. But um, uh, if you seen uh, Newt Gingrich, he running for president again. But he just basically came out and said that you know these these Occupy Wall Street people like you know they don't take baths like they you know like he went in he like all oh, see if you could look it up. So it's like and then he just start. I heard it this morning when I was watching uh, Morning Joe. And some of the shit he was saying, and he was really, you know, disrespectful of the whole movement, talk, saying they stink and and they need to go get a job and some more shit. So that's on circulation right now, like on the different news out, you know, media outlets. So when the when the when the occupiers get wind of that, it's only gonna get turned up even more. What's Mark? What I there say? It's gonna get even more. He, he said right of- here. Uh, this is what Newt Gingrich said. He said. Uh, Occupy movement starts with the premise that we all owe them everything. Gingrich said at the Thanksgiving Family Forum in Iowa, denoted by the Think Progress guy, to take over a public park and it didn't pay for, to go to nearby use go to go nearby to use bathrooms they didn't pay for, to beg for food from places they don't want to pay for, to obstruct those who are going to work to pay the taxes to sustain the bathrooms and to sustain the park so they can self-righteously explain that they are paragons of virtue to which we owe everything. So this is a pretty good symptom of how much the left has collapsed as a moral system in this country and why you need 
to reassert something by saying to them, go get a job right after you take a bath. Continue you know what I'm saying? And then he got loud applause from the audience. So and this and this is the dude that's this is the dude that's running to be president, and he's leading in the polls in like Iowa and Pennsylvania. Like he's leading in the polls for the Republican nomination. So this is where they're coming from. So now they now they letting you know where they're coming from. They don't give a fuck about the ninety nine percent, which is a whole bunch of people. You know what I'm talking about? For him to say that he don't he don't give a damn about none of the Occupy Wall Street people or. Oakland or none of that. Everybody is labeled in one group. Even people that don't, that that that's not even you know any just supporters. Even people that support, they say he's saying go get a job. You stink. Yeah, go get a job. You stink, and and you're you're a homeless person. Pretty much that's what he's saying. And so and and, but what I don't understand is what what needs to happen now is all these occupiers need to choose a side that they're going to vote on because 2012 is right around the corner. The the presidential race is right around the corner. So, obviously, Newt Gingrich isn't going to get the vote from these people who probably are, even though they might not have a job, right? They don't really have a lot of places to, to take baths out there, but I could almost guarantee you that most of them out there, probably 99% of them are registered voters, and they could go back, and their voice counts in, in America, that's the important thing is their voice counts in America. So we tell you, occupied Oakland people, occupied Wall Street, uh, Davis, wherever you're at, pick Salt a side. Lake. Salt Lake City, whatever you're, wherever you're at, pick a side and and start saying that's who you're going to vote for in 2012. And use this occupied stuff to get these politicians to go, hey, I want your vote. You know, so let's let's start doing this so we can get your vote and make you happy. That's that's where these this this nomination and and this presidential race should go to getting those people out of the street and making them happy and bringing America back to America. Right, because see, that's the difference. That's the diff- the whole difference between the Occupy movement and the Tea Parties because the Tea Party had leaders and they ran, you know, and they got donations and they ran for Congress and they got elected into Congress. And then they affected whatever type of change that they saw fit, to, you know, to occupy. And right now, it's you know, it's, it's they they on some other shit. But I mean, at least they they organization was you know concocted and put together to the point where they got their point across. But you know, when you got new green, new gangers, the dude that's trying to be the president of the United States, saying you stink and you need to get a job, that means you need to start curtailing critiquing your your message and, and get some get somebody to represent you. You know what I'm saying? So you can weed out the, the, the whoever you want to weed out so that the, the movement is stronger. And I can guarantee you right now, I'll put money on this. New Gingrich has not been down to those campments to talk to the people. And and he hasn't smelt anybody who's stunk down there. He's just generalizing and stereotyping because me, I've been to the camp. You know, I, we did a broadcast live from the camp. Sure, it almost looks like it could be a place where homeless people are hanging out, but after talking to some of the people down there, they actually have a they have a valid point. They want people to to stop fucking with these big banks, put your stuff, bring the money back to back to the uh, back to the ninety nine percent, back to the public, and and Bank of America actually pulled back on their charging five dollars to use an ATM card now. So there there's a there's a plus, you know, something works. 
Yeah, but that's 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 not that's that's small potatoes. See, they want you to focus right. on the BFP. They want you to sp- focus on that, the little five dollars. What about all these credit card companies that that charge you up to forty dollars if you miss one payment, if you late one day on a credit card payment? You know what I'm saying? That that to me is a bigger is bigger than anything. They know you. First of all, they know your pockets is lightweight touching right now. So you know, so there's no leeway. There's no grace period. You know, that's why I like um, I like credit unions because they you know they got even on car payments they got ten day grace periods and they know that times is tough and they look out. But these big you know these big credit card companies and all that, if you late one day, even if it's for an accident, they gonna automatically charge you forty dollars, which means if your payment was sixty dollars, now your payment is a hundred dollars. And you know what I mean? So, and if you late, they you know it starts to double and triple because they you know. So it's like those those are the predatory type things that that they need to start focusing on. It's like the heartless. Just like I said, these walking dead, these zombies. That's the, all they in that you know. Like um, I watch you know I watched I watched this one show. It's called it's um, it's like um, people that spend millions of dollars on certain rooms in their mansions, right? So there's one dude, which I mean, I mean, he's entitled to spend however much he want on his dumbass shit if he want to, but he spent about ten million dollars on the entryway to his house. The entryway, you know what I mean? You know, ten million dollars, bro. Like, come on, people starving. You spend ten. That's what we were saying about these greedy, these people that's heartless, that's greedy, that want to live in. You know, you they probably live in um, ten thousand square feet homes by themselves, just them. You know what I'm saying? Just women, some broad or something. Them, you know, however, which you could do. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, in this, you can do whatever you want. If you make it, you should be able to spend it. But don't be heartless with the shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll have a heart. I hope you're balancing it out, balancing it out. You know, with with. Okay, I do. I'm doing some. I'm doing. I, I can. I got this ten million dollar entryway, which is cool and shit. I can show it off. You know, I'm flying boats and I'm flying cooning. But uh, every all my relatives, I've been not had no relatives that got to go to school. That's trying to go to college. You know what I'm saying? I, should, I bet not have none of my relatives that's hungry. I bet not have of them that's living on the street. It's just being, you know, having a heart. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, man. That's that, that's just ridiculous, you know. But you know the way he thinks. Somebody like that, they're thinking, well, if I do have my my cousin, my cousin Johnny, he don't he he don't go to school. He can't afford school, but that's his fault. I did my shit by myself. That's how they think. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, I get, I get, I, you know, you, you know, e for effort, e for effort, uh, you know, one strike, two strike, whatever. But what I'm saying is, you'll be, you'll be more satisfied not having to visit them in the penitentiary or uh, having them be found dead or do some crazy shit because, you know, they were starving because you want to sit on your on your morals and sit on your nickels. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um. You know, yeah, yeah. um you know, and I, you know, I've been blessed to see a lot of people that's very giving and, and, and shit. So I know how exactly not to be, because you know, you know, because you can't be selfish. You always, you know, pay your tithes. You know what I'm saying? All my people, my mentors always taught me is pay your tithes and, you know, have a heart and give people a chance. You know what I'm saying? Some people ain't willing to do that. They want to have ten million dollar entryways and, you know, garages with with. Fifty cars in a garage and shit. Why they family members are starving and suffering and shit? I don't understand that, and I probably never will. Right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's crazy. I, I don't understand that, but whatever, man. Let's let's just get out there. Let's let's uh, occupy everybody out there. If you're listening, you listen to this on iTunes. You're going back. I know you're probably not listening right now, but you're probably listening right now. 
get out there. Your voice counts. We care about you. We want we want one we want it good for the whole country. Um, anybody who occupies, you know, and, and the thing with these Republicans, they're thinking that these people that are out here occupying, they're going, oh, they're not even they don't love America. They're burning flags and burning this and burning that. Come on, man. They're Americans. We are all Americans. And so I don't see where this conservative shit comes from. Like uh, he's always talking about, well, I'm conservative. I mean, I'm a I'm a real American. I'm a great American because I don't occupy, because I don't protest. Fuck that. Being a great American means being able to protest when uh, when something needs to be done. That's what freedom of speech is. Right, well, you know, um, it's like, I have to try to figure out, because I try to science it up. I try to be, you know, my father was, in his mind, he was a thinking type of scientist type dude. Like, he'd always try to overanalyze every situation. And I'd be like, hmm, is black the new white? Is white the new black? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how how do black people, are black or African Americans affecting society right now? You know what I'm saying? Are we, you know, it's like, the more I watch World Star and the more I just look at the world, I like to look at the whole shit like in general, like just over over analyze too. And I just see I just see um that we have a black we have a black man in power but at the same time it couldn't be that, that bad for black people right now. Like it's bad. Like you know what I'm saying? But he he don't say shit about it because he's he's he can't. He's in a position he can't say nothing. So it's like yeah. like I said, it's like you want them, you want them to not fail. You want you want Obama to not fail, but at the same time, you know, like I said, we got that spirit, that fight back spirit in us. We know how to push back and fight back, but we can't argue. I mean, we can't go against the establishment because Obama is the establishment and he's black. So we out there, we you know, we we fighting against another. That's that tool. That's why I rather. Uh, rather four more years go by so we can activate. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna get elected, fine. But like they, like uh, Chris Matthews said said uh, this morning, he's like, what are we what are we trying to get Obama elected again for? What is he gonna do differently? What what is you know we still gonna have the same Congress? We gonna we still gonna have the same people doing the same shit? So it's like you almost would be like, fine, move out the way so somebody else can take over so we can do what we got to do and get back. To what we used to, you know what I mean? You no, know, it's not uh, somebody else. If 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 Obama didn't win this last election, the shit isn't going to be no different than it is now. I think it'll be it, it would have been the same. The country is on a path right now, and and no person in charge is going to be able to to change that path. It's going to have to be a whole movement that moves the path to go some another way. I don't, I'm not sure what the path is, but it's fucking down. It's spiraling down. I can tell you right now because I can tell you right now because they don't want to tax the rich, the wealthy, the one percent. They won't. They won't. They won't. So we already know. So it's so it's 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 Reaganomics. Uh, I say uh, Reaganomics all over again. Mitt Romney will get elected and, and he'll fucking be like Reagan, and 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 if everything will be inflated and it'll be what it is, what it is. And you'll just have to deal with it in whichever way see fit. I.e., go get a job, and when they say get a job, you want your expectations. See, people got high expectations of how they how they want their life to be. Everybody want a Bentley or Rolls Royce. Everybody want silicone titties. Everybody want a big ass. Everybody want nice hair, eye contact, whatever. 
you know, whatever is you see on MTV and VH1 and these, and these different celebrities, that's what you want right now. You got to let that go. You want to let that shit yeah. go. You know what I'm talking about? You're going to have to lower your standards. It is what it is. Or invent some shit or sing a good tune or do, or, or get your ass in, and, and uh, bust your ass to be an actor or whatever the normal shit is that gets you that, that type of money. Um, they look, they show you right now, look at the NBA players. They, they missing three, $400 checks right now. $100,000 checks right now. You know what I'm saying? So if it could happen to them, it could happen to you. It could happen to anybody. So you're going to have to either take your ass to school. They said, you know, take, you find out what other people ain't doing. They said there's a shortage on nurses. Take your ass if you're a female or yeah, a male because, you know, men don't want to be nurses. So if you're a female, go go, go to nurse, nursing school. Somewhere where you do something where you get job security. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you're going to have to lower your standards. It is what it, That's what they're telling you. You'll have to lower your standards. What that lady say in that, what's that old girl in that commercial, you could do it right. I had kids. I went to school and pick up the phone. They're waiting for you right now. You dial, they're right waiting now. for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for? Come on. What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. I have kids. Let me tell you something, Camacho, man. Me and, me and my homie, man, we just had, we just, me and Jaws, uh, uh, security Jaws, man, we was we just flew back from Spokane. We had a show uh, at the Tri Cities at this big ass club out there, um, and we was flying back. We flew back into SAC. Okay, now SAC, this new airport. I don't know if you've seen the new airport, dude, but the I've new airport is bananas. Bro. Like it's out of hand. You got two trolleys to take you back and forth. It's all updated. It's modern. They got bomb ass uh, restaurants and that thing. You wouldn't even believe that you was in Sacramento. And I told y'all, I said, man, you know what? Look at all that shit. Because uh, we was on the plane when the plane landed. We flew southwest. So when the plane landed, I see a brother, a black dude. He pull up in the fuel truck, right? I'm like, right. oh, that's big. He got a fuel truck job. That's that's good money right there. So then I see a brother, a big brother with with a bit with hella hair. He go down. He he unload the bags. You know what I'm saying? Right. He unloading the bags. So I'm looking at, and then I, then I, and I'm walking through the airport, and I'm seeing all these people that's on it's on Sunday, and they all working, and they happy to be working. And I'm like, yo, I got friends that's lazy than a motherfucker. All they do is blow weed all day. They don't do shit. If they, if you don't get your ass up and go apply for one of these jobs, and if they got piss tests, fuck it, you gonna have to stop smoking. It is what it is. If you're trying to, if you're trying to live, bro, like you know what I'm saying, you're gonna have to. You know what? And let me tell you, I I was one of them dudes. I worked for Southwest. I was out there unloading the bags and and doing all that. I was getting paid eight thirty five an hour, eight seventy five an hour. This was in two thousand five, but I had a paycheck every two weeks of five hundred dollars. It was terrible. Yeah, my, partner, my, my partner DJ Gino, man, he drives. He drives. He do. He do. T- you don't know. You know. You know DJ Gino. One on two. Yeah. He's been metering. He's been doing the meter shit and sack, driving around the streets, man, for I don't know how long. He got benefits and everything. And then at night, he DJs parties. He got his own equipment. He got his own little stage equipment. This dude's going to take, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Get your ass out there. And he got two jobs, bro. If he got two, how come you can't get one? Exactly. I mean, me, I, I got hella jobs, too. I do all kinds of shit. In fact, just to let you guys know, we just opened up the Divas Dessert Bar. It's online. You go to Facebook.com slash Divas Dessert Bar. We want you to like that page. I've been putting it up on my Twitter, so if you're following me on Twitter, you should already be over there liking that page. We have cupcakes, cakes, uh, blunt cakes. We have special orders, whatever you want. 
we could bring it to you for a small small uh, convenience fee to to deliver it to you if you're outside of our area. But go to Divas Dessert Bar, Facebook.com slash Divas Dessert Bar, and uh, like that page. Now we've got our menu up and everything. So shout out to my wife, man. She's been working her ass off, and I'm proud to say that we finally got that shit launched over this weekend. Matter of fact, push that because uh, this week, I think Saturday is Small Business Saturday. You know, yeah. everybody, everybody should should go and, uh, you know, purchase things that's, you know, from small businesses because, you know, you know, you can you know you can go to Walmart, so you can go to one of these little stores and get something, you know, something small. Yeah, and and just to let you know, it's just not some just not some people doing it out their house. We got we got the bank account linked up, we got the PayPal, we got it all. So so it it it's for real. Follow us uh at Divas Dessert Bar on Twitter or or go to Facebook dot com slash Divas Dessert Bar. If you're following me, I'll be putting that thing out all week. I'm trying to get I'm up to 36 likes now, so and we just we just launched the the Facebook page like two days ago, so that that's big for us. We're we're doing good so far. Now we just got to get the money in. And I might have something else on Meezy coming up. Um, and as soon as I'm going to I'm going to find out about it, and I'm going to try to if it works, and then I'll tell you about it and uh, something that you could do on your own. But but it makes so much sense when I was talking to this dude, and, I, and I'll tell you some other time, because I don't I don't want to talk about it yet. But anyway, we're gonna get into uh, this music. Something that we need we need to bring back the '90s, and and this dude Delante. This is some guy out of out of Miami or Atlanta or something. But but Brian got this song for him, Delante. Bring back the '90s right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. We'll be right back. Check it out. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. We got marvelous coming up. Hopefully she'll call in because I just load up her music. Here we go. So get your radio. What up, y'all? It's your boy Big O Measy, TGC, the great communicator, and you're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Snap back, chase on, about to bring the 90s back. Snap back, chase on, about to bring the 90s back. Snap back, chase on, about to bring the 90s back. Snap back, chase on, about to bring the 90s back. Snap back, chase on, about to bring the 90s back. Snap back,
because uh, yeah, I, I have I have a man I have a man crush on Tim Tebow. I, I wish I was like him sometimes. The guy's just the guy's too perfect. I mean, God, when's he gonna mess up? When's he gonna get drunk one day and 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 bang three girls in one night? I mean, that's that's how, that's that would be a surprise. That'd be a really. Surprise. He's a, he's a, I mean, he's in Denver. I mean, I mean, you know, Denver. I mean, I'm not saying nothing about Denver, but you know, you know, he could be. In Miami, you know where the temptation is is a lot more. You know, he was, he was, he was in Gainesville too, like one of the high, like hottest, got the hottest chicks, UF, um, hot campus, a lot of girls and girls, and he never did, you know. And he's just like he's all about God. Like he goes on retreats, him and like Matt Barkley, like Matt Barkley, the USC quarterback, is all about that too. Like goes to USC, Southern Cal of all places. And he's like, okay, instead of going to a party, he's like going on a retreat or he's in Campus Crusade. And that's awesome. You know, it really is. You know, it really, really is. And Tebow, I swear, God is all looking out for him, man, because what he did to the Jets, people still are ditching him. People are still giving him no shot. Or, oh, the Raiders are going to win the division. Well, the Raiders have a good shot. San Diego and Kansas City are pretty much done. Uh, you know, it's going to come down to Denver and Oakland. So now with Jay Cutler being out, you know, that's going to be, you know, uh, you know, a loss. So, uh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, you know. But um, I'm telling you right now, man. I think the Dolphins are gonna win the Super Bowl. And if they win this week, this team could be for real, man. Go to Dallas, six and a half points underdogs. Matt Moore's from Dallas. Tony Sperano's from Dallas. Hey, I'm telling you. Who is Teddy? You're gonna be wearing diapers. Camacho, thank you, bro. Hey, you can you can say you can say you can say I think they might they make the playoffs. What the hell? Hey, they would hey, nothing's going on with me, man. I am pumped now, man. Since I left to go to Kansas City, they were on fire. Immediately, if they if they if they, if they, if they, if they hey, hey, if they beat Dallas, if they beat Dallas, watch out. Watch out. First of all, Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks ass, okay? Uh they they, they get man, they get lucky, first of all, and I feel like the Dolphins are getting pity. They're getting pity hands and shit because people are not coming prepared because they're thinking that they're going to walk on these dudes. You smell me? So that's the only reason why they get. And Tebow is going to be cool until somebody put the, put the, put that. And he better be glad when nobody put that, but that blast on his ass because, you know, it's nothing like a motivational speech to say if we don't win some games, we're all going to get fired, including yep. Tebow. That's a, that's a motivation in and of itself. Yeah. But I you know, a lot of these these people, you can't scout. You haven't been able to scout. So, of course, it's like that West Coast offense like the Dolphins used to have. Tebow is like that West Coast offense you ain't figured out yet. Because, oh, shit, this white boy can run. Hold on. Let's, let's we're going to have to put somebody. Now we're gonna probably going to have to put two people on him because he's breaking tackles. You know, so, and we don't have, you know, so it's like, but they're going to figure that shit out. So I wouldn't get that. Sure, it's not going to work don't, all the time. Don't go, too, don't go too far with it, bro. I you know I I I'm kind of thinking the Dolphins like I mean you know fall you know I know you don't know if you follow baseball but St. Louis Cardinals were ten and a half games out okay ten and a half games out and for some reason St. Louis went on fire that they did a most amazing thing Dolphins are have to win every game if they lose to Dallas they're eliminated and you know we start talking draft picks but something in my mind and a little birdie says hey this could be the end of the world guys so 2012 this is this is this could be the end for us all you know so. For football in general, so we need, you know, one of our teams, maybe it'll be the Raiders, maybe it'll be the Dolphins, maybe it'll be the Niners. I've never seen the Dolphins win a Super Bowl or even pretty much relevant in my lifetime. 
So maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe this is this this is this is a story. Maybe this is going to be a happy ending story. They're going to go nine and seven. If they can make it to the playoffs, they can beat the Patriots. They can beat the Raiders. They have talent. They have a great defense. You can't tell me the Dolphins' defense is not better than the Patriots. It's way better than the Patriots. It's better than the Raiders. Monte Davis, Sean Smith, Nolan Carroll, Cameron Wake, uh, Dansby, Jason Taylor, Jared Odrick. I mean, no. I mean, seriously. I mean, listen. I, I was I was sucking it for luck too earlier, but you know this team's on fire right now. They're gonna make Lewis and, and Teddy Teddy wear a diaper when Miami wins on on uh, Thursday. Okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. I want, I'm trying to I'm trying to get you. To make you, I want you to make your point. It's good, but uh, I'm, I'm making. I'm making. Bro, bro anybody can win. It's you gotta win one game at a time. Oh no, marvelous, marvelous is on the phone. Just hang on, marvelous. Let's get through this real quick. Don't hang up, girl. As far as T-Boy is concerned, when they realize, just like they they gonna realize that you know, once you once you throw that blitz on T-Boy's ass like you've been throwing on Vic because he was a runner. Now you're going to eliminate – he's going to send his ass back to his passing game, and that's where it's not going to crack. That's what I'm saying with T-Boy is concerned. Now, as far as Miami, they got a hell of a hole to dig themselves out of. If they could do it, that's they good. Do. Uh, they if, do. But, you know, I, they got a couple good games. But them Titans, like when I say Titans, I mean uh, Green Bay. You know, when you talk about winning the Super Bowl and you got somebody that's, you know, 10-0 and 11-0 or whatever – that's what that's what I'm looking at, bro. I'm just I'm a realist. Well, Green Bay, Green uh, Bay is absolutely. Uh, I mean, Jordy Nelson. I mean, best wide receiver probably in the NFL right now. I mean, a white right. guy gets no gets no respect from Kansas State. He's better than Greg Jennings. Better than Donald Driver. Better than uh, you know. And I have him on my fantasy. Um, and I'm up 15 points on your son in fantasy or your stepson. I know. So, well, you got best welcome. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of run. It's going to be a close one, man. Is Brian Street going to come to an end? I don't want to lose. Brian hey, uh, Camacho. Go ahead. Brian is 10-0 in our league, Omizi. He's been I killing know. everybody. That's good. I'm listening. I'm listening. I mean, I, 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 I want, I, I'm going for any underdog anyway. I don't want the same people. I don't want the same people. If, if Dolphins get to the Super Bowl, we'll all go to Indianapolis. I will get in that game. If I have to sneak in wearing a spur dress. Anything crazy, I, you know, I don't care. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me. The Raiders will go. Okay, if what? Frisco, I'll go. If Frisco win, I'll go. Or if they pay us some good, I'll go either way. But, Jeez, you know, for, for most people. I will go out there. But Frisco uh, get in there. On real, I'll go if Oakland go. If Oakland went to the Super Bowl, yeah. I'll go to them. Yeah, well, I, I either want Oakland, Miami, or uh, – or, uh, uh, not Dallas, but Miami, Oakland, or San Francisco. You know, not Dallas. I'll for you Dallas. guys. No, no, Lewis is Lewis. My my boy calls the show on Sunday. My old roommate's a Dallas fan, and he talks so much smack, man. I'm just tired of it. And Teddy, oh my God, it's just I'm tired of it. And I get in fights on Facebook with people, and you know, uh, you know, I, I was speaking to Artie last night. And he said that he's gonna um, he he wants you to uh, you know Artie Clear, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Camacho. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got you, – you go on his website, man. He's got an amazing website. Uh, he said – I told him about our show, and he listened to it, and he said it's really good, and I, I was listening to his. He interviews, like, Darren Dalton and stuff. What we need to do is we need to get uh, microphones. Like, I got to figure out one and try to interview some of these players and shit. That's what he does. Also, but, this, uh, is just, this is what you got to tell uh, – now, here we go. 
That's my opinion on it. So when you so so like who are some of the female the female rappers that you like that you know that you could relate to you know that you relate to as as far as your style and what you what you rap about? Well, I always like the brat. The brat is hard. Rage. You know, as far as the new artists, I, I mean, you know, you're old yeah, I, I got I mean, you got that old school bone in you, like, like, like you can't really get with these, with this new shit a lot, huh? I mean, I feel that in. Well, you. really, it's just I'm more of a, you know, I, I come from when you really had to know how to rap, you know. So it's a right. difference between a lot of people is making, you know, the pop songs and the, you know, and all that, and it's a whole another, it's a whole another lane to me. I look at it as something separate than, you know. Joy, joy with that gimmicky Nicki Minaj shit, huh? Huh. You ain't with that gimmicky type, Nicki Minaj type. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a little Barbie girl type shit. Yeah, that's not that's not my that's not my lane. Yeah, like this, like this. Look, I feel like Nicki Minaj is. I feel like Nicki Minaj is the type of she's the type of um she's the type of rapper that she could if she wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Because she's on Young Money, she could just do street shit. But she's just making a conscious effort to say, "Fuck it, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do this other shit, this, this pop shit, because that's where the money is." You know what I'm saying? It's like, but if you, you know, because you presented with an option, she does, and she did have an option because she was her first earlier, you know, videos. She was taking it, you know, some street shit, and she went at little. Yeah, in the beginning, she was really rapping. Right, so, but she, she, she went at, her to go at, for her to go at Lil' Kim, it's like she moved on from Lil' Kim. Like, she feel like she basically just moved her to the side and said, look at me now, bitch, like, on, like no disrespect, no respect at all. It, you know, she just, she just, she just, you know, is, and now all her little followers, you know, and I, and to some degree I like Nicki Minaj on, on everything because, because I, you know, I feel like if you're going to get, if you're going to get in this game to get the money, you know, fuck it, you might as well do what you got to do and then move on and, and make your money, you know, but as far as, as far as the culture, then we try, okay, well, since she's not the one, then who do we look to as far as female artists is concerned or artists in general? Because, you know, whoever come to hardest, it is what it is, but a male or female. But now when you're a female and you want and you want to look up to a, a female artist, I can't necessarily say, yeah, if you, if for the, for the preservation of hip-hop, yeah, look at Nicki Minaj. What female artist, now it's like what female artist do I look to now that I can relate to, you know what I'm saying? Me. That's why I'm about to wake the game yeah, back yeah. up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm back now, buddy. Yeah. 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 We're about to wake it up, though, because I got the Queen Biz movement. You know what I mean? That's all the all old female movement. I got that comp I'm dropping in January. And they got, you know, I got people from all over on that because, you know, we there has to be a voice, you know, for us. You know what I mean? I'm only, I could, yeah, yeah. I'm only saying that because I know that it just like rap. When I was saying earlier, uh, white is the new black and black is the new white. And hip hop right. is Yellow Wolf, is Machine Gun Kelly, is Mac Miller that just did a hundred and some thousand first week. You know, it's Eminem. Mm-hmm. Like they take, they taking over the culture as far as the males is concerned, is you know, and Drake because he's you know he damn near white damn self. And then you got then you got real talk, and then you go to uh, females, you know. Uh, so now you got you got uh, you know Krayshawn and, and and them that's about to that's really about to I'm talking about 2012. They about to be on their job. They already on their job, 
but they walk in with one with, with Gucci Gucci, and she getting you know she getting twenty thousand a uh, you know a show shout, you know shout out to her. But if if if, if mm-hmm. black female artists if if you know if y'all let them if y'all let them do that and just take over, they gonna just do what they do. You smell me? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. You know, but it, that's why it's time to wake the game back up, like the real way. Because, I mean, all, I ain't going to necessarily, you know, everybody do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Each person is individual, you know, and I'm for number one, I'm, I'm not never a hater. So whoever doing what they're doing is cool. But at the way, the type of music I like and the type of music I listen to and the, the hip-hop that I grew up on, you know, it's just we got to bring that back. And ain't no other way to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't no other you know, no, we got to start placing these youngsters up and, you know, and, and really bringing that. Because there's a lot of them out there. It's a lot of youngsters out there that's really, you know, spitting that real shit, you know. And they just that's need that I'm voice. I just got, uh, I got uh, Yellow Wolf new album a couple of days ago and Gangsta Boo is on there busting. So it's like, I hope females, I hope, you know, artists, you know, like yourself, go, go you know, network with Gangsta Boo. You know, people. You know, you know, female artists that's keeping it cracking. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how you feel yeah. about her, but I like Gangsta. Yeah, Boo, I like Gangsta Boo. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm definitely need yeah. to do something. So, uh, I, I used to fuck with Diamond. Like I used to fuck with Diamond, but now Diamond trying to do some some Nicki Minaj shit, which is cool. If that's if she going for the money and that's how she want to do it, but um, you know, certain females that used to go hard. You know, later, later age, or, or not really later, later age, but, but even though she cool too, but you know, you know, the brat, you know, she when she tried to glam it up and whatnot, and she she wasn't as hard as she was after that. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. you, gotta, you gotta keep it gutter, so it's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, always, no doubt. Yeah. Well, Marcus, let me ask you. Uh, besides besides rapping, what what else have you been doing? Man, I got a few artists that I'm working on. You know, I got a daughter that's about to be going to college. You feel me? Uh-huh. So that's really been my main focus is getting these artists together and, of course, my album. And, um, you know, I'm getting my daughter, she spits too. She got bars, stupid bars. And, um, <laughs> you know, but getting her off to college is, is like, you know, that's been the main focus. So, yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, let me ask you this. I don't know if you up on on what happened at UC Davis with the cops spray paint, uh, spray, you know, spraying mace. At the but what would you do yeah, if your daughter was, was at UC Davis and she got and she got sprayed in her face by mace by the popo? Oh man, it would be a wrap. That was you tell crazy. Them like this, huh? You sound like this. That was, that was ain't no type of justification whatsoever for that. That that was crazy. Point you know blank. Sprayed them in their face, like, and it's like, and, and it's like, and it's like, you know, uh, you know, we the capital of California, so you know, it's all over the news right now. It's all on MSNBC, uh-huh. you know, and, and they, you know, so it's like, without even, without even trying, you know, they trying to the attention, you know, like back in the days, you know, like the '90s, basically. I say the '90s is coming back, so it's good when you, when you on your new stuff. Are you are you talking about a lot of this political shit that's going on? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I always include that in um, uh, you know, the whatever's going on at the present time. Please believe, yeah, it's all, it's all in there in the mix, yeah. But this, as far as you know, this recent shit, you know, my album was already done, complete by you know all this the Occupy movement and all that. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm always keep it current. 
And um, shit, that's that's a lot of time. A lot of people, you know, in the hood and you know, and all that, they don't they don't even have a you know a clue about a lot of that stuff that's going on. You know, they're oblivious. They like it don't even exist and shit, right? Right, right. It is like how how is they they like whatever, man. I've been broke all my life anyway. That shit ain't gonna help me out. I mean, that's right. Like how, that's how it is in the hood. You be like. All the you you put that off on on white people. Oh yeah, them crazy ass white kids. They just you know that shit ain't never helped me out. I'm still gonna be broke. If I go out there, I'm gonna be even broker because I ain't gonna have nowhere to eat. You know, so <laughs> when you think of it on the street level, that's pretty much what it's gonna be like. You're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever, go ahead and occupy. And all you do is just watch them on the on the uh, TV because that shit ain't never hit hit the ghettos and they never. You, you never see somebody go to G Parkway and just rebuild it because somebody went out and sat at the damn Capitol, you know? Okay. You know, the hood's gonna be the hood. Yeah, the hood's going to be the hood regardless. So, Marvelous, I want to get into one of these old school joints that you got, and then we're going to play uh-huh. some of your new shit. So let's do this. Okay. We're going to play this, this classic, and I'm going I'm to hit it as a hip-hop classic. This is Soul Kitchen Radio. we got Marvelous on the phone. If you want to talk to her, 714 714- Six nine four forty one fifty. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. Check it out. Here's another hip hop classic taking you back to the old school on Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Strike and do your town, I hate you. 
But my shit you can't resist, especially when you getting twisted. You slamming this shit, so straight the player hating for them haters. Cause we just some homies from the ghetto, I for our papers. We're smoking in the studio, making hits. Only Motada gets from the north side of Cali. What homies is founded in the alley, so why I can't, I'm gon' give it up and do this shit right. You know every time I recite, I'm coming tight. Who can fade me? I'm that lady that's gonna get crazy when the fuck jump off. One in the chamber, ready to let off without the slightest bit of hesitation. Cause I get wicked, I thought you knew it. Me, Lavinia, and Angel, show you how we do it. Sacramento-based radio station, like a radio show. 
that we hit the streets of Sacramento all the time, probably because that's where I, I started my, my music stuff, and, and that's where you are, amazing. But let's get into one of these other, uh, one of these new cuts. We got this marvelous In Love. What, what, what are you in love with in this song, Marvelous? <laughs> Man, this track right here, this is uh, <laughs> this is me and Mark Knox. And then actually, when you hear the song, it's not actually talking about me, you know, so per se. It's talking about somebody else. You trying to do a right now? You trying to do a disclaimer before you play it? <laughs> no, nah, when you hear the song, you know, you know when you run it, run it through one time, you'll feel what I'm saying. It's from right. the, I'm, I'm speaking in third person. No. Nah. <laughs> But this, this is a slapper right here. If you, I don't know if y'all heard of uh, Mark Knox. I got Mark Knox on this track. He did the track and he on the hook. And it's just all Sacramento on this track. Well, let's Shout out Mark Knox. What's up with it, man? It's Mac Maul. And I'm chilling on Soul Kitchen Radio. Y'all that I mean, T's to the... I just want to tell you 
I just want to tell you, yeah, Soul Kitchen Radio, I'm in love with you, man. That's that marvelous. We're going to bust it Saturday yeah, real quick. Baby. Then we're going to get right yeah, back to that. Hold on. Show, we got one more. We got one more. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. No, you didn't, Marvelous. You do that Saturday loving it. I had to. I had to. <laughs> right. You brought it back. You showing your you showing your roots. You brought it back. Hold on. Let me start. I again. had to. One time. One time. You feel me? <laughs> Let me hear it goes. Oh, that, that's a little a teaser for you. Soul Kitchen Radio, take it out. Feel the same way when I put in touch. Break it down for me, tell me what's really up. Real kitty with my white scarf, fill it up. Let it smile, let it wake you see your son bang. When the haters see us out, they want a bug, man. You my dude, though, always treat me with respect. Make me set my game up, take nothing back. Them other chicks don't know how to bring you back. But when Saturday come, I'll handle that. Stay on the tough like a hump on a camel's back. Look, I love the way you spit, gripping every track. One day, I'll be weak, no time to waste. Wanna taste you every time that I see your face. When you're gone, you stay on my mind all day. So when Saturday comes, call me.
Here we are. We're back on Soul Kitchen Radio. We got Marvelous. That was a couple of her tracks. Saturday and In Love. Marvelous, is that on uh, iTunes already? You got it up and running, ready to sell? Yeah, you can go to iTunes right now and get that uh, that In Love for 99 cents. You feel me? That's the first single off the Marvel Jean album. And uh, the other single is um, <clears throat> Power Team. That's my, me and LaRue on that joint. Kalu uh, produced that track. So, you know, this Marvel Jean album ain't no joke. You hear my pitch in that? I'm like, no way. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, five years from now, hopes in this game. Uh, five years from now, I plan on having my restaurant open. <laughs> you know, my I, having my artist, you know, shit done t- having taken off. You know, and um, I'll have my book out. That's gonna hopefully be the end of next year. You know, it's, it's I got a um, at least four projects that I that I'm working on right now that I'm planning on having out next year in 2013. So you know, it's just I'm just uh, about to about to really step my uh, my brand game up, you know, and get What kind of food? You, you kind of food you making? Say it again. What kind of food for your restaurant? Uh, marvelous is hip hop chicken. Fried chicken. This is hip hop chicken. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Rappers delight gonna be the main uh, the main course. Yeah, it's gonna be like a um like a like a hard rock cafe but it's just gonna be, you know, rap. Rap everywhere. Oh, <laughs> a hard rap cafe. There you go, hard rap cafe. So where's where are you yeah, gonna do right. for a spot for it now? How how are you doing the business as far as doing well, business? Well yeah, um right now I'm working on getting all my correct licensing, you know, but I wanna get a spot out here and in uh one in Oklahoma Oklahoma City too. Oklahoma, so huh? Having, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got, you got roots out there? Yeah, well, I got a few peeps out there, you know, from traveling, you know, back and forth out there over all these years, you know. We meet a lot of people on the road, you know, that got a lot of different things going on, so it's always, you know, opportunities to branch out. Of all the places in the world, I've never heard nobody say Oklahoma City, though. Oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know. I might 
I might fuck with Rick Rock. Okay, Rick so your Rock. biggest Yeah, let's say you got a billion dollar you got a billion dollar you know, you got a billion dollar contract. I mean Rick Rock Rick Rock can come with a slap. Don't get it twitted. I'm just saying, I just want I wanna in my mind I wanna visualize the biggest track that you could if you could visualize your biggest track you come with, okay, you starting with Rick if you starting with Rick Rock, okay huh? now hip hop artists, who would who would it be? Male or female? Um, the R and B. I might Yeah, R and B male or female. Let me see. It may be maybe Erica Badu. Okay, so we got we got we got Eric. Uh, okay, we got Eric Badu. We got Rick Rock on the beat featuring this hip hop artist. Featuring uh, the uh, shit. That's a hard one. That's a hard one right there. Um, it have to be somebody with bars. Uh. Well, of course, I, my natural selection would be SIBO, but outside of that, um, that's something I would have to think about because <laughs> I'm real selective. <laughs> See, that's why people got A&Rs because the A&R, they already going to have that mastermind because that's a million-dollar budget you got to deal with. I could probably... I can see. I could probably get that done for probably about fifty thousand. So you probably got you got nine hundred nine. You got nine hundred some thousand left. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Budget. So you know, you're real tight. That's big. Yeah. yeah nah, I just, you know, I just yeah, I like so to work with certain people. You gonna have to love like that. Uh, Dr. Dre on the beat. You smell me? I need. I need. Uh, let me see. I need Dr. Dre on the beat. I need Beyonce to sing on that John for the energy, and they probably Jigga just because I know I'm going to sell a, a gang of records just on top. Jigga, man. Well, Timberland <laughs> on the beat. You feel me, though? Like Timberland on the beat with with, with Jigga and Kanye. So just some more weird shit. Like, you know what I mean? Some crazy, outrageous, just hit iTunes with a million copy shit. <laughs> Okay. Hit every radio station and, and just make it go fucking nuts type shit. That, that's the way you gotta go. Gotta so think big, 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 man. You gotta so think big, big. Let's hit her with the 360 question, though. Okay. Marvelous. You there? Yep, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Our, our question is that we ask every artist if, if a record label. Heard your song and they go, oh my god, that's the shit. We want to put Marvelous on. We want to, we want to offer you a contract. We want to give you a 360 contract. Would you go for it? Say it again. Would you go for a 360 contract with a with a label right now? What you mean by that? Close it. I mean, would would you go with a uh, with a if a label came to you and they said, hey, we want to sign you to a contract, but we want your we want Part of your publishing, part of your uh, part of your touring, your merchandise, and all that stuff. Would you would you say hell yeah? You can sign it, and they're gonna get fifty percent of everything you do. No, no. You wouldn't go for it, huh? No, no, no. Let's say they're giving me fifty million dollars up front. Well, they want your hip hop chicken. And they said, we want 50% of your hip-hop chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the hip-hop chicken idea. We got solo chicken idea and everything. We're going to give you a meal ticket. We need five We need five hours. 
They have to give me more than that. <laughs> Wait a minute, you got a meal uh, ticket on my own. Hold on, I want to I want to make sure that uh, that you don't have you don't have some of this. Hold on. Hold on, I'm look I'm looking real quick. Be patient with us. Oh, that's the wrong. What the hell? I got the wrong shit. What is it? What is it? No, no, it's. Uh... Oh, this is the. Hold on, this is the wrong one. That's the wrong rapper. That was that was the, the remix rapper's delight. Here we go. Hey. Girl, go to marvelous rappers delight. Get some chicken. <laughs> Oh, you guys are making my first commercial. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, here it comes. Hold on, Omizi. There you go. You don't want none of this, Marvelous. Soul Kitchen Radio. Radio. 